0: Man, I love that inspiring background music when I get that one. Welcome to the fifth episode of Ariel's Insights. You always know this is where we dive into a sea of philosophy, and we salvage golden nuggets of wisdom and awesomeness that actually Uh, last us. And they don't just fade away with time. Today, I like to be talking about the concept of dependency. And, well, what got me talking about this uh, subject of dependency, it's a funny story. I was actually going to make episode five about boundaries But I switched it to dependency because the person that I was supposed to be doing the episode with, and she's a fantastic woman, her name is Kimberly K. Scott. I did my first uh, fireside with her, and it was called Perfection. Thank you, Lily. It it was called uh, Perfection or Connection, and that first fireside chat with her got about 100 views. And uh, right now, uh, Kimberly's, you know, going through some kind of things in her life. I, I, I don't know if I should disclose them here, but let's just say she's going through a hard time. So she couldn't do episode five with me at that time on boundaries. And so I said to myself, you know, it's better that um, I can carry a show by myself and i can be independent of any kind of co-host or any kind of person who needs to do it with me not because you know i may like or not like that person they're always going to be my friend but i just said it's 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 good just for me to have this kind of power inside myself that i can rely on myself to carry a whole show just in case anything happens, and then I had this idea about the concept of dependence and independence, and what really kind of like creates that in our lives and us as people. And then an interesting thing, you know, just just hit me right. Um, basically, you know, when we're born, we have to be dependent. We rely on our Families, our moms, our dads. What are we gonna do? You know, you don't change yourself. You don't feed yourself. You don't uh, teach yourself how to walk. You don't teach yourself how to talk. Everything is dependent on the people who brought you into this world to teach you about the world. And it's kind of like your training wheels, and then eventually those training wheels come off. So. At a certain level, you know, we were all once dependent on the people around us. And I mean, if you want to get really specific about it, like the people who gave birth to us and even your your parents, your mother was dependent on the doctor to, you, you know, who they went to, to come and like conceive you, you know? So what, what I notice is that, you know, everyone's dependent and yet, you know, as life progresses, we shed those levels of dependency each time we learn how to do things on our own and not having to be reliant on anyone to to do it for us you know you know we we can carry something forward ourselves you know like when i was learning how to ride a bike let me see what you wrote uh oh <laughs> Lily, you were born in a hospital hallway. <laughs> that's that's a fascinating story. I think I think when I'm done with my monologue I, I really want to ask you about that, but uh, we'll we'll save it. Uh yeah. So the thing I was saying when I when I um when I was uh you know r- like learning how to ride a bike I think I was always dependent on my father to like, give me a little push of momentum. I could never get the bike started. And I was dependent on him just pushing me to get the wheels turning a little bit. And then when that happened and that gave me my bit of momentum, like I was off, I could ride it. I write, and every time I stopped the bike, I needed my dad to give me that little push because, you know, it's like, I got on the bike and if you don't have momentum on the bike. You know, when it stops, it just doesn't stop. It like falls. If it's not going and you just stop it and you're still sitting on it, it like collapses. So you need, you know, um that. And no, but it, eventually I learned how to not get that push from my father to keep that momentum on the bike. And like that feeling of independence was like the greatest feeling ever. It's like, "Hey, I don't need my dad anymore." I can start this thing like all by myself. And you know, you know, that that's, that's one of the things that young people love. It's like, if you tell a young person, like, Hey, you did this all by yourself. It's like, Oh my God, I did it by myself. You know, you know, and, and that's the thing. That's, that's the thing that separates like the I want to say hi page. Hi Timmy. Welcome to the show. Uh, that that's the thing that, that separates, you know, dependence from independence. So, um, what I want to say is that um, you the the thing that we do is that we change from dependence to independence in different stages of de- development. But you know, even even when you think that you are a hundred percent independent as a business owner like oh i'm a self-made man now like i'm a business owner and like dependency for me doesn't exist at all you know some people have that and i think that's you know the biggest lie ever because if you really think about it you even if you bought a house you were still dependent on the people who use the tools to make that house if you use your like i'm Okay, let's take this, for example. Let's take Fireside. It's, It's a codependent relationship. The creators of this app are dependent on people actually wanting to use the app, and they're dependent on their creators to make good content. What would Fireside be if it didn't have its creators or its audience? And where would the creators and audience of Fireside be if we actually didn't have the people to create this app? So you see, I can say that, look, I'm independent right now because this is me, this is my show. I, like me, I created the name of this show, I I picked the category, and uh, oh my God, and I put something in the, I totally forgot about this fortune cookie thing. And I put something in this fortune cookie to talk about the show, right? So I am uh, independent, you know, like I'm self-made. But when you really think about it, is that like 100% true? I don't think so. Because like i said if the creators weren't here and if the audience you know you know weren't here like i couldn't be able to create this without relying on the app makers so something in this thing you know doesn't go wrong so that's the the that's basically what i'm getting at over here and the same thing i think with people who think that they're self-made and they call themselves like independent like business owners you know what i mean because at the same time you drive your car to the business that you own aren't you dependent on the car manufacturers to make the car that you bought aren't like even even when you go to the grocery store aren't you dependent on the essential workers who stock the shelves You know, unless you yourself had a farm or something like that. And even even when I here's the thing that I thought I was at the pinnacle of independence, like there was no getting more independent than this solo travel. I'm like, I packed all my stuff. I reserved all the reservations. I booked my own flights and I'm doing my own things. I am my own man, no one's telling me what to do, and I am independent. Now, hang on a second. Even with solo travel, I'm dependent on the pilot who's flying me to that other city. If that pilot, you know, like I'm dependent on the, like you are dependent on that pilot not crashing. You like, like when you solo travel and when you're going to buy things, you're dependent on those people. Like I bought sushi in Japan. I'm dependent on that sushi chef to know what he's doing and not have like the food contaminated. I use their infrastructure. I use their, um, you know, bullet trains and stuff. I am dependent on their infrastructure to make sure that I get to the right place and I'm doing the right things. And all the people who work at the ticket counters and all the people who are like the conductors and things. And it's like, it's so easy to think like, oh, look, I'm just independent. I'm doing this all by myself. But it's like, we live in an ecosystem. And also if you're a farmer, you're dependent on these weather patterns. You know what I mean? So I think that pure 100% independence, like, is non-existent in a civilized society. And even if we were talking about the jungle, where I'd say you'd have a point here, let me see what Lily says. Systems, exactly. We're dependent on these systems to to work and to function and the people behind them and the people who create them. And even if you were... Thinking about a jungle and you say, well, the jungle animals are 100 percent independent for like their food and their shelter and like what they do. But even in a system as crazy and as wild as the jungle, the the it, it's still like a, a pack or like, um, you know, you know, um, um, the, the 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 parents of these, you know, jungle creatures, these jungle animals they still depend on their parents, right? Even something as free as a bird th- that that you think like flight, that's the most independent thing out there. Th- these little chicks are still dependent on their parents to like feed them the worms or teach them how to fly and, and, and stuff like that. So civilized society, there's no such thing as 100% independence. And even if you want to get into the jungle, I don't think there's there's 100% independence. So that's why when I get into from time to time these political arguments with my friends and they say like, we don't need taxes, we don't need this, we don't need that. I'm like, okay, well, if I throw you in the middle of a Sahara desert, can you be like 100% independent with like no resources, no nothing and, and things like that? You could independently survive in the middle of nowhere and I mean, maybe they can prove me wrong, but I doubt that. So let me just describe some of the kind of systems over here. Like we're dependent on certain family members. Uh, if, if you're in a job, you're still dependent on that job. The kids are dependent on you. Teachers are dependent on the young people showing up to class and, you know, and, and the students are dependent on the teacher being there to teach them. So it's kind of like a co-dependent relationship. Now you see where, let me say where, where dependency can get toxic is when, uh, you know, you, you're dependent on someone who's narcissistic, someone who wants to use your dependency on them to their own ends and they don't really care about you. You can see this a lot with like husbands and wives and uh, fathers and mothers and their children and stuff like that. There's there, there's a little hint of uh, can there can be that. And there are also toxic dependencies on people who constantly lie and they're being hypocrites I, I, I think, like, you, you learn in your life how to be independent, how to be your own man or woman, but at the same time, I think we're more groomed for dependency with the way that our, you know, schooling system kind of teaches us to just listen to one person over there and kind of be dependent on a certain job or career that we have i think there's there's something to look at over there and i think the best thing we can do for a civilized society is make sure that we keep the toxic dependencies to certain people and systems to a minimum for example like a corporation that exploits its workers because if they're exploiting their workers, that's some uh, toxic uh, dependency. And I think what what put... What doesn't let that toxic dependency happen is that if people have a means of survival and sustaining themselves without having to rely on work. So that's why I'm a big believer in a universal basic income because a lot of toxic dependencies between employees and employers, and a lot of toxic dependencies between certain toxic narcissistic family members and their relatives can end when it's just. The, the money part, holding those toxic dependencies together. And, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, other kinds of toxic dependencies are when you just meet someone who you may think is your friend, but you put all of your eggs in one basket. When you keep relying on the same exact person to fulfill your emotional needs, your physical needs, your relationship needs, it becomes like a toxic kind of dependency, and we can also talk about the person that's being depended on, like the the person who has the dependence. Sometimes, the the person who is dependent on another person might want to get out of that relationship because it may be toxic. But the 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 person who has the the power might not want that person who's dependent on them to be independent because they like the control. And sometimes in toxic relationships, the person who's providing like the money or the shelter enjoys having that power. So when that other person wants to become independent, they stop them in their tracks. And I also want to talk about that not all people mind someone else being dependent on them like if you like someone coming to you some people really enjoy it when other people are dependent on them because they enjoy that position And it may or may not be toxic because they just enjoy serving people or helping people like a caseworker for someone who's disabled might not care that this disabled person is depending on them because that might give them a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment. And sometimes people who lose a person who was formerly dependent on them may feel some depression. I mean, it happens with uh, parents with this, like, empty nest syndrome. They lose the people who are dependent on them, and they miss their company because they enjoyed providing for them or doing something for them and that kind of relationship that they had. And, uh, you know, the and, and, it, and it really makes a difference if the people who um rely on the the being dependent on another person are grateful or ungrateful because that you know that really does something and also a lot of people enjoy good company so if there is someone who's dependent but they're really good company to have around People actually, I've seen this so many times with like parents and families and companies, they like that person who's dependent on them because that person is the life of the party or they get everybody smiling or they tell a lot of jokes and you don't mind. Now it's a different whole different story when you have a dependent person who's also angry and ungrateful and always pissed off and always brings, you know, people's morale kind of down and stuff like that, you know? And let me see, like those, those are most of my notes. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, the thing that's the, these are the things that you have to understand, because I think a lot of times, like you, you grow up in a country like the United States and you just think like the ultimate goal is this like cowboy level of like independence and no one telling you what to do and being your own person, but In a civilized society, like, I just don't see it personally, because we're all dependent, like that we learned on the essential workers, you know, unless you're going to learn how to fix your car all by yourself, do your own plumbing, do your own electrical work, uh, farm your own food and do all this stuff like on your own, there's a certain level of dependency on systems and people that will always exist no matter how old you are and and it's fun it's it's interesting how the dependency changes hands like the 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 sons and daughters are going to be dependent on their mothers and fathers and then eventually uh the passage of time it's going to be vice versa because i know that my mother is really dependent on me for help when it comes to technology And things like that. And I don't mind providing that help. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So anyway, um, if any of you have anything when it comes to stories of dependency or uh independency and when 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 you thought you were being independent but you notice that maybe you are were dependent on like a certain relationship or a certain person to show up or just a certain person just doing their job uh yeah this is the time uh you know you can request to speak and we can share some stories and we can come up with some ideas Alright. Let's see. Oh, Lily. Perfect. Hi, Lily. Welcome.
1: Whoops. Sorry. I was muted. Um, well, thank you for having me up, Ariel. How are you today?
0: Oh, I'm doing great. You know, I, I kinda got burnt out doing a show like every other day. So I think my format from now on will be every Wednesday at one PM PST and every Sunday PM at PST. But don't quote me on that. But it's great to be back at the saddle.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good, good, idea. good idea. there. Um, you know what? I not I'm not a personal story right now, but not too long ago I read on Twitter where Elon Musk, his friends were helping him, you know, with rent, etc. And, you know, I've heard stories like that, you know, a lot of the founders that are super successful now, you know, when they were starting out, they were really struggling. And there was another, um, a similar founder, but, you know, basically, you know, it's a provocative, you know, conversation on the whole concept of you know, the self-made man. And, you know, I've witnessed that before and it's like, oh, please, you know. Right. (laughs) You know, but like in the case of Elon Musk and then, you know, but, you know, I don't know his relationships with his friends, but similar situations where, you know, others helped them out when they were, you know, exploring or, you know, trying to build something, you know, and moving along with their work. So I mean,
0: you're absolutely right. Even, even if you take away like the the fact that their their parents gave them like a starting you know um boost or something like that which that's not totally independent because your parents like provided for you and taught you something also like where would they be without all their workers working under them like their their like money does a lot of stuff and the thing is is like even though you're paying these people to do it you're still dependent on them showing up and building the factories and building the cars so they're they're dependent on their workers because if their workers all of a sudden decided to say you know what i don't feel like doing it anymore and i don't like working for you that like could could he be at like 50 places at once building all these things and making all these things like all by himself like i don't think so
1: yeah, exactly. And the pandemic kind of put all that into question. You know, um, I mean, it really, you know, with suddenly, you know, the certain, you know, workers, the importance was stressed. But then, you know, when workers somewhat choose not to work, you know, with the benefits. So, you know, a lot of things I think came to surface, you know, the past year.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, like, I think we didn't, and, and then the ones who, who we call the essential workers that our society is kind of dependent on, they were always looked at as like expendable, who cares, their job is easy, but like so many systems would collapse if it weren't for these people and what they do. Right. The, the, you know, the people, some, some of the people on the tippy tippy top like to say like independence and I did it all by myself, but if you weren't like making the roads and not even the roads, like you, you didn't even build your office from scratch. (laughs) Like, you know, I, I mean, I mean, some of these people, it's like, if I put you in a, in an area, a desolate area with like no people and no systems, you can't just like create them out of thin air. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. And, you know, where some, you know, with the workforce, I just remember just seeing like contradictions or, you know, just watching on the news, um, you know, just issues with workers. Um, There was something in particular, and I'm sorry, um... Oh, about workers that like wanted their jobs back were kind of guaranteed businesses that received the funding, but then they were hiring other, maybe younger workers, you know, but then at the same time employers were complaining, you know, about the ones or you know, people within the government that like weren't coming to work. So it's like that contract
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 all like these different systems and these contradictions like within these systems and and things like that but 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 i also believe that you know if you were like if you got your education and you were told that something is waiting for you on the other end but the thing on the other end was so unstable and so unpredictable I think that's really something that should be fixed. Like this, this economy where everybody's just like juggling all these odd jobs and one little thing can go wrong and they can slip and fall. And everybody says like, Oh, it's, it's you and you take responsibility. But, I really don't think that's true. I mean, when you took the responsibility to finish your education and do all those, you know, like, like, like get a degree and get a certification, but on the other end, everything is all like unpredictable and crazy and one little thing could go wrong and you can lose everything. I think that's the responsibility of these systems to get their acts together and it's not just like independent people with free will and they deserve it and all that stuff i do not believe in that Uh, unless someone wants to come up and change my mind i'm open to it
1: (laughs) yeah exactly no accountability you know there's promises you know people you know do the right thing and then there's so easily things collapse so that's an
0: yeah exactly and and we have to look into like why do these systems collapse why do these people not make it and everybody wants to point their fingers at the at the people you know on the bottom rungs saying like oh responsibility here and responsibility there but if the people on the top rungs aren't taking responsibility and they're just like laying off people left and right and they're just making these rash decisions and it's all about the way that they feel the the responsibility starts at the top it doesn't start at the bottom and then and then the the, the responsible culture at the top That's the real thing that kind of will will trickle itself down to the bottom, and it's not this trickle down economics. It's it's more like trickle down responsibility. The people at the top have to be the most responsible, and that kind of like permeates downward through all the culture. But I think when it comes to like economics and activism, that has to start at the bottom. But responsibility and leadership, well, leadership should be at all levels, but responsibility should really be at the top.
1: Yeah, and you probably, um, you know, hearing um, again with the pandemic, like what I thought was um, a really bad phrase when, um, people of no fall of their own, but it, when it was being applied to, you know, people receiving funds that, you know, prior were, were okay, but it's like the people, you know, at the very bottom, like say for instance, veterans that were homeless, et cetera. You know, a lot of people were, you know, vi- victims. No one wants to be, you know, homeless or, you know, at that place, but it's like suddenly, you know, hearing so often, you know, people no fall of their own. And I just thought that was cruel. And then, you know, people that you made a point, Ariel, on a similar talk about that, you know, a similar idea. Um, so just wanted to know.
0: Right, right. I, th- I think it's like the, the whole like through, through no fault of their own. But that also means that, that exactly it's no fault of their own. So support them. So give give them a floor. Give them something to work with. Don't just say like, "Oh, you screwed up and we're just going to like let you suffer." I mean I mean I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you know when you think about it at least in a video game, you have another chance. You have another life. You have another you, you you know, you know, you you can continue. But but here in reality, like we need to give people second chances. We need to we need and we need to see what went wrong. Not just like, you know, let people what's that phrase like hang dry on the vine or something like that or leave them out to dry like no civilized society in my opinion should leave anyone behind and let them just sink into desperation or despair that's actually a sign of an uncivilized uh decaying society if i'm being honest
1: exactly
0: yeah, there, there there should definitely be more programs, you know, t- to help those who have fallen on hard times. And, you know, things like, uh, like, I mean, that's why I'm such a big believer in a in a financial floor for all citizens of not just the United States, but for all citizens of the world. Because one mistake shouldn't have to mean that you have to start all over from scratch. And all the hard work that you did in your past just disappears. I mean that I mean it's wrong it's unethical it's ridiculous and you know those are just my kind of like beliefs about it So <laughs> I see really you jumped off stage that's yeah that's cool uh, uh, any, anybody else have like a story about when they felt like they they were either a dependent or gained some independence or anything like that please feel free to like come up and uh, talk about it. All right, going once, going twice. <laughs> all right, sold. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was Ariel's Insights Episode 5 about dependency. What will Episode 6 be about? I don't know. Let's keep it as a surprise. But all I know is that it's most likely, so don't quote me on this, going to be on Sunday. Let me get the date. Sunday the 20th at uh, 1pm Pacific Standard Time and I hope you all enjoyed episode 5 about dependency I will see you next time on Ariel's Insights and have a great rest of your day everybody bye bye